I think we can go for it. That's why. That's why. It's fine. It happens. <sighs> I don't. Do not know me. Hello, I'm Kimberly Adams. Welcome back to Make Me Smart, where we make today make sense. I'm the guy who's always on time, like early is late in my life. And I was late to the recording today. Let's just own it. Anyway, hey, everybody, I'm Kai Rizdahl. Thanks for everybody for joining us on this Thursday today. It is the 31st day of August. Can you believe tomorrow, September? Holy cow. Ah, but not the 23rd of September, which we got to wait to get to because that's the best. Uh, Anyway, today, while I'm talking music, we're going to dedicate the entire show to the economic anthems of the moment. It's a song that sum up how we're feeling about the economy. So we're going to play a little round of uh, Name That Economic Tune, if you will, using some of the songs that all y'all shared with us. And then Kimberly and I are going to give our own uh, uh, reveal, as it were, of our economic anthems. Although now I just realized that I missed the assignment a little bit because I was thinking like your personal economic anthems, not the economic anthem of the moment. So I may need to. I I think, well, so I think two things apply here. Number one, it's our podcast. We get to do with what we want. And and number two, uh, I think personal or general trend is fine. Okay, fine. Uh, All Hmm. right. So let's get started with the first mystery song. Guessing it's called I Want to Get Better. I Want to Get Better? That's about as far as I got, right? I don't know it. Let's see. So, this song was sent in by SJ from Richmond, who wrote Speaking to the desire for the interest rate increases to fix this mess, it's going to get harder before it gets easier. So, drum roll, please. I'm, wait, I'm, I'm waiting the for name Courtney to finish typing. The song is... Now leaving his hanging. The producer's like, we're going to help you out. I Want to Get Better by Bleachers 2014. Yes. Everybody wants the interest uh, rates to get better. better uh, another better. fun game would be how many of these bands or songs does Kai have no frappin' idea about? <laughs> I would guess that it's, it's going to be a high number. <sighs> All right. Let's go with number two, see how I do. I got Chumbawamba once, and then and that was it. Yeah, I, I heard that. Glory. I know, I was pretty proud. All right, let's go, Drew. Should be. Oh! It's the end of the world. Of the world as we know it. Yeah, that's bad. I'm dating myself. I'm dating myself. R.E.M., end of the world as we know it. Alejandra. You said they chose the song, quote, because the cost of living crisis and unaffordable housing <laughs> is, of course, the end of the world. And we know that's not a bad, that's not a bad anthem. I kind of like that one. No, that, that like works. That, that works. Yeah. You know, I was yeah, thinking yeah, yeah. Um, earlier today when, when I was thinking, is it like a economic anthem of the moment or is it an economic anthem for me? Um, I was thinking of um, Flagpole Sitter by Harvey Danger, uh, where it's like, I'm not sick, but I'm not well. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, I mean, you know, you got the sniffles, right? You got the sniffles. Yeah, I'm yeah. just saying. There's a little Oh, I actually meant about the right economy. <laughs> I know, I know. I know. As I was saying, I was like, wait, <laughs> well, you know, whatever. Okay, it works all both it. ways. All of it. All of it. It works okay. both ways. It works both ways. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. Okay, so, but the one that I actually chose is a little bit different. Here is the one I chose sort of for a, a more personal economic anthem. Yeah, 
I even gotta know love that it, one. Donna Summer. Oh, you know it. I should have let you guess. I knew that one. I knew that one. Okay. Donna Summer, she works hard for the money, of course. You know, when I was looking this up today, I was on um, Genius, the lyrics website, and mm-hmm. I read the backstory of this song, which I'd never heard before. It's just two paragraphs. I'm going to read it. When Summer went to the ladies' room at the upscale Chasen's Bistro in L.A., she startled the washroom attendant, Onetta Johnson, who apologized for having dozed off and explained she was exhausted from working two jobs. After thinking she works hard for the money, Summer returned to her table and wrote down that thought and the woman's name, and a hit was born. She Works Hard for the Money was a top 10 hit in several countries with a number three peak in the U.S. in August of 1983. Of her 12 U.S. top 10 hits, it was her 11th. Um, I thought that was a really great great story, story. you know, and kind of does match the moment of people just grinding, trying to make do, especially with this high interest rate environment, rising prices. Yeah, we're all working hard for the money. All right, really what good. about really you, right. Mr. All right, Rizal. so here's mine. I have to set this up with uh, a little story, and it goes like this. I graduated from Briarcliff High School in Briarcliff Manor, New York, in, oh, God, 1981, okay? Mm-hmm. And, then, and, and for those of you who have ever been to Briarcliff High School or just picture this in your mind, the graduation, there were 104 kids in my graduating class, so it was pretty small. Uh, and graduation was held <laughs> on the lawn outside the back of the school. And the back of the school was a two-story brick wall that must have been 100 or maybe 200 Uh, feet wide between the two wings of the school, okay? Okay. So graduation obviously was like on a Friday night at 6 o'clock, whatever it was. So we get there for rehearsal in the morning of that Friday morning, and somebody in in five-foot-high letters across the back of the school had painted... What a long, strange trip it's been, 77 to 81, which is the years I was in high school, right? So, so we go and we have the graduation ceremony that night. They, get, they had hired a sandblaster. So somebody came in and sandblasted that thing off that whole strip of wall in, before the graduation. But, of course, there was a bare strip of sandblasted brick wall for all our moms and grandmas and aunts and uncles to see. And it was just a thing. We... Parenthetical note here to an already parenthetical story. It wasn't until like our 30th high school reunion that the guy who did it confessed to the principal at the oh, time. We had had, wow. Mr. Tro- we had had we had had Mr. Troy to our like 30th grad high school reunion or whatever, and he confessed. And he was like, Mr. T, I'm really sorry, blah, blah, blah. Anyway, so so that it eventually did come out. But it was 30 years that we found out who did it or until wow. school found out who did it because a lot of us already oh, knew. Yes. Anyway, so. <laughs> When I started thinking about songs that sum up these economic times, that for some reason is the, the lyric. It's not a lyric. That is the album title that came to my mind. What a Long Strange Trip It's Been is the title of a Grateful Dead compilation album that came out, a double album actually, in 1977. I am not a deadhead. I couldn't tell you one deadhead lyric. I don't know any dead songs. The only thing I know about the Grateful Dead, other than Jerry Garcia had part of a finger missing, is that Jay Powell is a fan of the Grateful Dead. That's really all I could tell you. But that's what's stuck in my mind. So that's why I'm picking that as, as my anthem of this economic moment. Okay. That was a great there story. You there you go. Wow. A long, strange trip. I got another ad. 
There All right. Go. Well, All right, what good. a long, strange, well, what a short, strange show this has <laughs> been. Um, but we're done. So that's it for today. Thank you to everyone who sent in a song. We've created a special Spotify playlist with all your submissions. You can check it out. We're going to include a link in the show notes. Tomorrow is uh, Economics on Tap. I'm going to have a beer. Kimberly's going to have something much more creative than that. YouTube live stream starts at 3.30 Pacific, 6.30 Eastern. Uh, log in, check us out, uh, offer your comments, whatever. It's just good to have you all. Yes. This is my favorite economic anthem. <laughs> there you go. Oh, man, I should have said that. Make Me Smart is produced by Courtney Bergseeker. Today's episode was engineered by Charlton Thorpe. No, it was Drew. Drew engineered today's show. It was Drew. Ellen Rolfus writes our newsletter. Our intern is Nilo Farshavandi. Marissa Cabrera is our senior producer. Bridget Bodner is the director of podcast. Francesca Levy is the executive director of Director. Hello, guy. <laughs> of digital and on demand.